1: Have you ever heard of Booya? This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My oh, Talk yeah. 1071, streaming live at mytalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley, trainer. Hi. Booyah, WTF.
3: I don't even know ya. Yeah, so I didn't know anything about Booyah uh, until I read this article on the internets. Um, and it's a local yokel. It's a story about something called Booya. That is made, it's real big apparently in a little place called Hackensack, Minnesota. Have you ever been?
1: I've never been to Hackensack, Minnesota.
3: Well, in Hackensack, population 300, they were able to draw 200 people out for their booyah thing. And um, I was like, tell me more about this booyah. Well, apparently it's uh, spelled either B-O-O-Y-A or sometimes B-O-O-Y-A-H. It's a long standing tradition in some Midwestern communities. And I was like, okay, my family's from, I've spent most of my life in the Midwest. I, I've never heard of booyah. Um, it's a thick, hearty stew described as a thick, hearty stew made from a variety of meats, vegetables, and spices. It's made in vast quantities, cooked outside in a large kettle, sometimes for several days. It is often like a church or fire department or veterans club, uh, fundraiser, where they just call it a booyah, and then everybody gets together and has some booyah.
1: Okay, can I tell you something? I always thought a Booyah and a -a Wapatooie were the same thing.
3: No, you said this earlier, and uh, a a -a Wapatooie is a college drinking experience wherein you dump a bunch of booze and fruit into a trash can, sometimes lovingly called Trash Can Punch.
1: I've never heard it called that. Oh, really? Yeah, we just called it WAP.
3: Wapatoowee. Or wap-a-tui. Um, Anyway, no two Booyah recipes are apparently the same, and they are often, quote, closely guarded secrets handed down from generation to generation. But nobody seems to know where Booyah came from, and it just looks like a big pot of slop. And by the way, the pictures I'm looking at, it's a guy stirring it with a canoe paddle.
1: I don't think I want to eat that.
3: It doesn't look very good.
1: <laughs> I just don't. But that's think why
3: that I was like, I know our audience and I know listeners. They have uh, the four one one on the booya t- the Bouya chat, right? See, I can see Holly going for the phones already. Six five one six four one. Share your booya stories. Booya, okay, booya. <laughs> can I ask a question to you? Sure. Doesn't it just sound like booya base? or bullion you know like we sometimes people say like bo, you know like instead of bullion they say booyah
1: yeah i'm wondering if that's like how this all started right like somebody thought they were trying to sound, sound all bougie and they were like that booyah oh yeah and then, they're
3: real bougie out in hackensack well, minnesota I, yeah
1: that's what i'm saying is their bougie translation was booya, and then suddenly we got this i'm sorry it just looks like a vat of vomit
3: well, come on now. These are people's traditions, and I, we don't need to I'm vomit all over them. I'm just saying what
1: it looks like to me. It looks. It does not look appetizing to me. But listen, I have a tradition of making lutefisk. I like it. Yeah, Nobody else is does, trash. right? Yeah. So, like, I understand. It's this is not my uh, unless
3: you slather it in like a stick of butter. That's what um, you're supposed
1: to do with it. That's why it's good. Well, we've got booyah insights.
3: Booyah Ooh. insight. Yes. Okay, make us smart with your booyah knowledge, listener. Who who do we got?
1: All right, let's go to Caroline first.
3: Hey, Caroline, what uh, what do you know?
4: <laughs> hi, Caroline. Oh, hi. Hi. Um, yeah, uh, I I grew up with booyah, and uh, I'm from Minnesota. I lived in Lake Elmo, and our church was in Maplewood. Um, it was um, Gethsemane, and they had a big booyah where they just do like it was like ten or twelve huge vats of booyah, and it. I can understand it looking a little scary because it's really cooked down. It's cooked, you know, literally overnight and everything. So everything's really broke down. But it's like meat and veggies and all that. And our bouillies are not equal. But this bouillie was awesome. It was like beef stew, soup kind of on crack, you know.
3: Oh. <laughs> Not actual crack. No, <laughs> I
5: mean it's <laughs> a <laughs> church. It's really Bradley. It if is I... a church.
3: Well, I don't know what kind of church. Church is Satan. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> so, what do you serve? So, you just like everybody gets a heap and help in a booyah. Do you serve it with um, like bread, crackers, or something? Rice? Yeah,
4: it, it's a it's a you know, it's a stew. So, I mean, you can eat it with like uh, bread or crackers and stuff. We would just pretty much eat it, just a bowl of it, like you know, like you kind of would with beef stew or something. Yeah.
3: This and, is so um, fascinating. But, but I mean, people don't, like, go home and make booyah for dinner. This is like we, a...
4: we No, you try, but it's really hard because, like you say, you don't know the recipe. So now the people that used to make it are all gone, and the church doesn't do it anymore. Because they don't know the Valley recipe. Apple Valley used to do it, the fire department but now they do like a different um, festival with like food trucks and everything.
3: Oh, cuz nobody wants the old, you know, stuff. They want something new and fancy. Well,
4: yeah, and it's yeah. like it's I think it's a lot of work with having to stay overnight and cook it and everything. So It's
3: so fascinating. Um, but yeah,
4: so and some there are places where they do it with like squirrel and nasty environment kind of stuff you, know, you have to be careful. It's interesting yes, that you, you say do. that.
3: You're you're right cuz I was reading and it said in one part of the story Listed as optional: snapping turtle, pheasant, Mm-mm. grouse, Negative. snake. No,
4: thank you. Timberdoodles. No, I don't even. I, I wouldn't eat that booyah, but um, you know, just normal booyah with um from a trusted place where um <laughs> yes, where they don't you know. put
3: roadkill. Trusted show. booyah.
4: <laughs> yeah, without, exactly with no roadkill. Thank you for your call. I will say,
1: if you really want to get some booyah recipes, uh, the internet P- is Pinterest alive. is Pinterest knows booyah. And I'm looking at one five gallon booyah recipe all right uh this one has let me just go through the meats for you oh. or you use you're gonna use three large stewing chickens uh 10 pounds that would be 10 pounds three large stewing chickens you use uh two pounds of beef oxtail and then a bunch of of vegetables no timber doodles though
3: no timber doodles
1: no, t- I see no timber doodles on this.
3: Do we have any uh, other booyah aficionados, Holly?
1: Yeah, let's go to Lisa. Hi, Lisa. Lisa, you big booyah fan? Hi, Lisa. Hey, Lisa.
5: Hi. How are you guys?
3: Good. Tell us your booyah story.
5: Okay, so it is very common and um, very highly sought after event at these camping communities, like where seasonal people live.
3: Oh, okay.
5: So they set their annual booyah date, and then everybody is assigned an ingredient. Okay. And they all drive up on their little golf carts together with their little coolers in the back and drink and make the booyah and then sit back and eat it.
3: Interesting. So, so, it's big,
1: so-, big, yeah. so do they make it, like, over an open
5: flame? Like, what are you making yeah. a big, okay, okay. Like, picture a giant witch cauldron thing on an open flame and... I think there's a booyah master that is in charge of putting everything in when it's supposed to go I in. I love this. Where do you
1: get that big like cauldron? Do you got to go to, like, Fleet Farm for that thing?
5: Well, that's a good question. Yeah, I have mean, to ask the, the master. I will yeah. have to. <laughs> yeah,
3: they probably can't tell you their secrets, right? but I love no, it. No,
5: <laughs> but I do have the original recipe from a local resort that my mom used to be a seasonal at because she was the one that would break it up. And I'm like, I'm not coming to your potluck where 50 million people have brought different ingredients Yeah. where it came from. Yeah, yeah. and I'm That's not sticking feels... my
3: spoon in, like, the communal trough. Thank you.
5: No, <laughs> no, I
1: draw the line. Yeah. yeah, especially when it's being stirred with a canoe oar. Thank you for your call. Um, I. This is, like, a whole culture. How have I... Lived in Minnesota, my entire I know.
3: well and, life. And what I will say is, it's not years. just Minnesota; it's also Wisconsin and other parts of the Midwest. If you, it says Upper Midwest, so I mean, you know, I don't know about the Dakotas or anything, but so that means that this is obviously a thing. And I, having lived in both of those places, am surprised that I've never come across booyah.
1: This, I feel like there's a whole world that I didn't even know about.
3: We have a last booyah listener holly we
1: can go to nicole real quick it's right. our last booyah hello nicole tell us about your oh. booyah
0: hi so uh for me it's kind of a cultural connection um and i'm sure my aunt's listening so i want to shout out hi and hi, bobby hi <laughs> um and she's one of the ones that knows all about this um so, I've grown up around this. Every year in August, we have a huge booyah in Pine City, um, and it is such a big event. We usually run out of a lot of our food, especially the booyah, every year so because it is a secret recipe, of course, as you're saying, um, and it's meat and veggies, and it's really just like a hearty stew, and we have other um, other things that we do, so like other cultural foods, so like desserts, kolac, um, sausages, and we have some uh, cultural dancers up there too. Huh. So it's very much a cultural connection to the Czech and Slovak community up there. Interesting.
3: Interesting, I am so yeah. enlightened by all this. And it's
0: wonderful, so you guys should come out. Hopefully we'll have it again next year, but okay. of course this year it was canceled. Well, yeah. I'm gonna keep my
1: eye
3: on- This is on- not the year for communal dining. <laughs>
0: no. This is true,
1: this is true. Thank you for your call. Um, I, th- I honestly am not joking, Bradley. Next year, we need to keep our eye on some booyah, booyah festivals, festivals, so that we can get our mouth. They gotta on be some outside booyah. of the
3: city because I, I ain't never seen none of this booyah business. I don't
1: know that. Again, I've lived in the city of Minneapolis for forty three years, and never once have I encountered a booyah. Um, after this on the Colleen and Bradley show, um, we're going to make booyah. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show. Um, chloe kardashian has a new job
3: oh good for her with
1: her new face
3: uh, okay and
1: people are not happy about it we'll tell you about it after this on my talk 107.1 oh people are hitting chloe kardashian with the truth this is the colleen and bradley show my talk 107.1 streaming live at mytalk talk dot com everything entertainment Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. So I think we talked a little bit about this, maybe yesterday, maybe it was the day before, about Khloe Kardashian and her new position as an ambassador for the Ipsy brand. Do you remember what Ipsy is?
3: Yeah, it's a makeup subscription box.
1: Yeah. So she's working together with like a, I think it's a TikTok star. uh, And they are kind of the co- Brand ambassadors. Yeah, they did the
3: well. They did the little hands like challenge where you have to right. put makeup on with no hands. That's or what little it was. Baby hands or something. Well, I don't know, the kids think it's
1: funny. The kids do think it's funny. Well, on Monday, Ipsy unveiled the new Chloe uh, Kardashian uh, Ipsy brand campaign. Okay. And apparently, and I believe rightly so, there was some backlash from the fans of the Ipsy brand. Oh no!
3: What what are the Ipsy fans? What's the problem with well, them? Well,
1: on Monday evening, Ipsy announced the news on their Facebook page by saying, Meet our newest brand and ba- uh, I'll start over. Meet our newest brand partner, Khloe Kardashian. Here's everything you need to know about her passion for beauty. To which one astute user of the social media said, Her passion for beauty was a whole new face. Oh, because remember, yeah. what is our biggest beef with Courtney or Chloe lately?
3: <laughs> well, I mean, she doesn't represent her actual physical self in uh, social media. No, her face is not her face.
1: It's not her face. You almost don't even recognize her. And and that's and again, astute- and not through
3: like, so, you know, like, yeah, she's probably had a plastic surgery and all that stuff. Injectables and lots of makeup, of course, drag queens could teach her a lot about contouring. But um there's a lot of digital alteration that that I think is what really ticks most people off.
1: Right. And and basically and I I happen to be on the side of the the public on this. You know, they're saying like why do you want somebody to be the ambassador of your brand who isn't even okay with the face that they have?
3: Yeah, I mean, that's a fair criticism. Right.
1: That they that that instead she is going to photoshop her face within an inch of her life. Is that really Ipsy who you want being the actual face of your brand? And to be fair in the picture that they're using for her brand, uh, that they unveiled with the new brand ambassador, it it, it barely looks like her.
3: I'm enjoying reading the comments, um, (laughs) and Ipsy's responses. So yeah.
1: Yeah. Do you want to share some of the good ones
3: you to do that? Um, it like here's one wow desperate her and her sisters are the fakest people on earth i'll be counseling hi there brooke this is ipsy Mm -hmm. we want to remind you that our website and social channels are open for respectful communication so please spread good vibes when you're connecting with others we welcome all points of view and always appreciate your input but we ask you to share that in a manner that's not hurtful or cruel thank you so much for cooperating I also don't think that she's being unfair. It just says they're fake. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I think that's a valid criticism. I don't think that's particularly nice. I mean, but it's not particularly mean. Well,
1: it's not particularly wrong. I mean, when was the last time you saw an authentic Kardashian part?
3: Hmm. Yeah.
1: I mean, seriously, think about that. Mm -hmm. You don't even actually know. No. Because none of them really have their original parts anymore, and I don't necessarily mean because they've been enhanced by uh, surgery and injectables, which they have. That's neither here nor there. But when was the last time you saw like an actual untouched picture pushed forward by a Kardashian? Yeah, you haven't. You've seen um, you've seen other people show up with the original versions of their photographs, but. You know, and I just, yeah,
3: I'm here for this conversation on the their Facebook. Though they keep jumping in like, be respectful, be respectful.
1: But like, what but- is it? Why is it not respectful to just like say what your eyeballs see? Do you know what I mean?
3: Yeah. Well, I mean, for example, Jessica said yuck. For real?
1: Okay, well, that's Out of not the, nice. All the
3: people you could use. <laughs> to be fair. One of the fakest people ever. Gross. Canceling my subscription. <laughs> I mean, I we don't should know that- not be surprised that people who get really motivated or excited about a makeup subscription box are going to have superficial attitudes about other people's faces. I mean, right?
1: That's true i'm just i'm
3: not saying everybody who wears makeup is superficial i'm just saying it wouldn't surprise me that maybe people who are really up in the makeup thing are getting a little i just i'm not surprised but i think they're also
1: got some valid criticisms yeah i just wish that chloe would get good with her own face and just Mm. you know be fine with that yeah when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley Show, we've got some dumb people doing dumb things, crazy, stupid idiots after this on My Talk 1071. Dumb people doing dumb things. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. <laughs> Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hello. These are your crazy, stupid idiots.
2: Well, then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah.
5: Colleen and Bradley present CSI.
2: It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well,
3: because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots, dumb people doing other things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. Florida. Florida.
1: And sometimes other places. Hey, guys, before we do this. Oh, oh my God, are we getting something up? Let's talk
3: over each other for an hour and
1: a half. Oh, no, that was Siskel and Eber. Okay, um, I got a prize. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was the cruise horn. Boobies, on.
2: boobies, boobies.
1: Nothing but boobies. Who needs them? Who needs them? No, we have a car ticket for the sold-out Minnesota State Fair Fall Food Parade. It's Mm. only good for Sunday, October 4th. So be sure that you can go on that specific date. I believe that would be this upcoming Sunday. Fifth caller 651-641-1071 is gonna win that car ticket to the sold-out Minnesota State Fair Fall Food Parade. Lucky, congratulations
5: (laughs) to you!
1: All right, uh, for our first Crazy Stupid Idiot, we are going to El Paso, Texas.
3: El Paso. Never been.
1: So, neither have I. Uh, So, some owners of a puppy, uh, a little French bulldog puppy, who was part of a litter, advertised this litter on Craigslist. And they agreed to meet somebody at the local Arby's restaurant to have a viewing of the puppy.
3: Okay, that's an odd choice, but sure.
1: I mean, whatever. Uh, maybe it was halfway, who knows. Uh, but they were, going to, they were going to have a little meet and greet and then maybe make a sale of this puppy that they advertised on Craigslist. And when they showed up in this Arby's parking lot, uh, what happened next will change your life forever. Okay. What
3: changed my life forever?
1: The man who had responded to the Craigslist article posting, approached the vehicle and said, yeah, I'm here to see the puppy. And the owners said, okay, well, you know, if we're going to sell you the puppy, we just want to make sure, you know, you have the money and you're ready to meet the puppy and then maybe take the puppy home. And the guy pulled out a knife. Oh, God. And then he demanded the puppy. Oh, God. And then he demanded the keys to their truck.
3: Oh, my God. But
1: before they could get in the truck, the driver of the truck drove away. However the puppy was gone. Oh. That's so so sad. I know the police are now trying to track down the guy who made off with the puppy. So, so if you sad. have any information, you should call Crime Stoppers of El Paso immediately. Oh, I feel bad. I know it's a sad story, but again, crazy stupid idiots. That's the name of this segment. Oh. You don't take somebody's puppy.
3: No. I don't like People being mean to animals Mm -mm. Um, Okay, that was in El Paso El Paso Well, now I need to take us to Florida Florida (laughs) Because it's always full of yuck yucks, right? It really is Uh, On this particular occasion, I want to tell you the story of Justin Garcia He's 30 years young and he lives in Lehigh Acres He was arrested recently for aggravated battery, which is a felony um, he did f- uh, get freed yesterday, though, on about $25,000 oh. bond. But wow. it's why he was arrested that earned him crazy stupid idiot status. It's because it's I said aggravated battery. So it was battery that was aggravated. Mm-hmm. How do you tick off a battery? I don't know. Put it in the wrong Hit way? Hit that button. So anyway, moral of the story is uh he did get into a verbal altercation, but it's what he got into a verbal altercation about that will change your life forever. Not really, but that's why he's a crazy stupid idiot. Do you wanna take a stab mm-hmm. oh I shouldn't say stab because he did get kind of nabby, oh, no. S- nabby. Stabby? stabby? Oh
1: yeah. no.
3: With a cousin. Over something. And do you want to know uh, what the was dispute the bo- was over? Was it
1: the booyah recipe?
3: It was not the booyah. <laughs> I don't think they do the booyah down there.
1: They don't do you the booyah?
3: No, um, it was not booyah. But it was food related.
1: Oh, okay. Oh, uh, was he vegetarian and his cousin was making him a beef burger?
3: No, I like that story. But this story actually does involve something vegan. In fact, they got into a verbal altercation, Mr. Garcia did, with his cousin, over... Uh, What kind of milk was better, almond milk or whole milk, presumably whole cow's milk? The dispute then became physical because apparently that's an argument that needs to lead to punches. I mean... Mr. Garcia punched his cousin in the forehead, prompting the victim to strike Garcia in the shoulder. Garcia then pulled out a pocket knife with a three-inch blade, began chasing Holy his cousin crap. around the yard... And when Garcia caught up to his cousin, he slashed him on the left side of his torso, causing a small, although noticeable, laceration. At this point, the victim's uncle interceded, getting them separated. That's when they called cops, Mm -mm. and he Mm -mm. said that they were arguing over almond milk.
1: Okay. No,
3: no, no. I would just like to say that, while I do enjoy a nice glass of uh, nut milk on occasion... I'm mostly a fan of the cow's milk, utter juice, as it's known. It's utterly delicious. Mm, I think whole milk is far superior.
1: I wholeheartedly Even agree you a, with you.
3: You know, the occasional piece of wind.
1: Did you just say piece of wind? <laughs> yes. Okay, there it is.
3: Because uh, I get a little gassy sometimes. I think I'm borderline or situationally uh, lactose intolerant because sometimes it's fine. Sometimes, oof.
1: <laughs> Thank you for that <laughs> tour into your intestines. That's what it sounds like. You never know, know if it's going to be go a party well. down there. <laughs> okay. For our last story, we're going to um, New York, New York City. Where we are going to meet 38-year-old Micah Meyer. She lives in New York City, and she is a professional etiquette teacher at the Plaza Hotel. Oh, that's a thing. Oh, my gosh. I kind of want to get her on the horn and see what she has to say about you know the fart noises that we play i love
3: the idea that anybody in the year 2020 in the world we live in look out a window right would think that etiquette expert is an actual thing yeah
1: or that it's like necessary that's
3: like that's like hey come to my butter churning class man (laughs) that's in the past
1: etiquette is dead more like dedicate thank you (laughs) anyway can i get the sound More like dedicate. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Thank you. (laughs) Tip your server. Yeah. When
5: all is said and done, it makes Makes good toast. toast.
1: On Monday morning, she was walking along in New York City with her three year old daughter when suddenly a guy in a full blown ninja costume tried to grab her purse. Okay. Okay. So this sounds like the beginning of a joke. An etiquette teacher was walking down the street, and a guy in a ninja costume tried to take her purse. But he didn't
3: ask politely, and therefore she declined the opportunity. Exactly, and she was
1: not very polite back. She started fighting the ninja and yelling for help. She was able to fight him off long enough for two construction workers and a doorman. I mean, now it's the village people (laughs) Uh, to run over to help her. Um, they held they held the ninja until the cops came. See, can I just go through the characters again in the story? An etiquette teacher, a ninja, two construction workers, a doorman, and a cop. My God! Uh, anyway, it was a forty one year old guy from Hackensack, New Jersey.
3: Not Hackensack, Minnesota, no, where they was do the booyah. Not
1: eating the booyah. Uh, he's been charged with robbery. Also, ninja costume.
3: Yeah, like was that a ninja costume or was like he an actual ninja?
1: I don't, I think that remains to be seen. Because then it's not a
3: costume. It's I, literally just like life. your pants.
1: Yeah, it's just what you're wearing. Yeah. Um, so I don't have a picture of uh the ninja, but I do have a picture of the etiquette teacher. It turns out, by the way, she is, uh, she does kickboxing for fitness. And so she has How did some... she not kickbox the crap out of she them? She did. She fought back. That's... She was uh, kickboxing him and that's and held him until the doorman and the two construction workers came over to help.
3: She's also wearing uh, like a topsy... What do they call those things? The topsy tail? Uh, now, what was that thing that you put on your head? It's kind of like a... Like nineteen forties 1940s like, glamour turban?
1: Yeah, I don't know what it's Bump called. It? No. No. No, it's like a headband that looks like a glamour What's turban, but I don't a know topsy what it's called. Tail. No, Topsy Tail is the one that you flip the, the oh. ponytail inside out with. Yep. Um, trust me, if it's as seen on TV, I probably either had it or wanted it. I swear um, there was
3: a... Fashion turban experience
1: that could just, yeah. I think it's just a fashion turban, but I'm saying
3: it was like an infomercial.
1: Oh, I mean, and it was like the thing you
3: just could, like, you could do it like five different ways. You could make it a turban, you could make it a headband, you could make it a ponytail, you could make it a banana clip.
1: It's also a boat. (sighs) When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, it's time to play a fun game. Uh, That fun game is called The Throwback Live. We're going to play it after this on MyTalk 107.1.
3: Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the
2: team and get a great seasonal job offer today visit amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. How would you like to come home to a bartender who will fix you any cocktail you want? I'll have an old fashioned.
0: I'll have a margarita.
2: Now you can with the Bartesian Home Cocktail Maker. Bartesian is a sleek machine the size of a coffee maker that makes premium cocktails at the touch of a button. Choose from over 50 different cocktails, from classics to the most exotic premium cocktails served in the best bars today. You'll always get freshly mixed, perfectly balanced cocktails with the Bartesian Cocktail Maker. And now get Bartesian's best Black Friday deal ever at bartesian.com bartender. Entertaining? The Bartesian is ideal for parties. No need to stock all kinds of individual mixers for complicated recipes. Every guest gets the cocktail of their choice in seconds. The Bartesian makes a wonderful gift for anyone who loves a fine premium cocktail. Now get Bartesian's best Black Friday deal ever. It's available right now, only at bartesian.com/bartender. That's B A R T E S I A N.com/bartender. For Bartesian's best deal ever, only at bartesian.com/bartender.